Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. 10 o'clock hour, open home hour, open to you, the Arizona homeowner. Whatever you want to talk about, your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you. When the auto attendant answers, just bypass that message by pressing 1, and that'll put you right in the studio. Text questions can be sent to 411923 and email info at com. We've got all of our air conditioning questions cleared from last hour when Richard was in. And one thing that I wanted to elaborate on, but I don't want to cut into Richard's time when you're screening your contractor, he had mentioned Google reviews. And we agree that reviews are a big part of how people purchase and uh, and shop for services. We, we just like real reviews. Right. And, <laughs> you know, you, anybody could post a, a, a review to that platform and, and multiple other platforms. Um, sometimes they're real. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's you get all your family members writing positive reviews for you to boost it. Sometimes your competitor can get on there and write bad review that never happened. I can't tell you how many times at our office we get somebody that calls and said, I've got a problem with one of your contractors. Okay, who is it? And they tell us, same like, uh, there you didn't get their name from us you can look on our website you can check the wayback machine online they have never been associated with rosie on the house so i don't know if that was some line they they sold you that they were partners and you didn't verify uh we have had that happen and they're really not our list is constantly updated and accurate at rosieonthehouse.com but the review service we use is the guild quality because they verify that this contractor did work for this homeowner and there is an open form where somebody could put comments and put you know you select your star rating from one to five but it also takes it the next step there's 10 different areas and it's and you can have it customized but for the contractor because not every category will apply but they'll say how was the price comparison how was their cleanliness how was their operations how knowledgeable was their staff how good was the quality of workmanship so it's it's a review on steroids and it's verified that this was a real person and this was done by this contractor that you're looking to bring into your home so when you're looking at all the different factors that's a very very powerful tool and what we have found we used to do the a lot of the reviews in-house. The benefit of outsourcing it, we can't manipulate anything that that says. You know, you can search online about stories about people that pay and all of a sudden all these bad reviews are gone. And uh, That's what chaps me. <laughs> that really chaps you know, me. We that, that's not a referral service. That's, that's, that, that, well, don't get me started. We can't touch the reviews that and the content that's on the Guild Quality the widget puts all the reviews right on their partner page. We can't touch it, and it's all still five stars. So it's a separation of church and state verifying this is real, and these guys are that quality. Um, I finally met someone when I someone called me for a remodel, uh, North Central Phoenix, and uh, we were talking about what they wanted done, and uh, so I brought up uh, who. Who are you looking at? What review services are you using? And it was a young man. And he says, I don't use 
any review services because I don't believe anything that's on any of them. I found that very encouraging. Yeah, well, you, you, that's why we use the guild quality. It's yeah. verified. Our top article at RosieOnTheHouse.com this week was 10 things to consider before piling storage in your attic. And we've got 10, <laughs> 10 considerations in that article uh, that you can re- go on and, and review so you don't end up like, uh, you know, watching reel-to-reel uh, home videos while you're freezing <laughs> in the attic. We had two testimonials on supercooling that we've updated to our supercooling page this week. Mm-hmm. And I got a text message from somebody showing me their APS newsletter, now teaching people how to yeah. supercool. Brad from Integrity AC sent that to me. He's like, look, they're finally teaching it. And, yeah, they are. And then Belgard uh, has got a great giveaway right now in honor of National Grilling Month. They're giving away the Bordeaux Series Grill Island Kit. And 12-month subscription to Omaha Steaks. So we've oh. put that on their partner page, the link, because oh. it's a long link to mm, try and... Bite me over when those are ready. <laughs> Man. Yeah, baby. So I thought, as being part of every Arizona homeowner's best friend, we should probably let you know you've got a chance to win a, uh, a, a very nice barbecue island for your outdoor living space. You've heard monsoon us, season's coming, baby. You've heard us allude to it a few times that we are hoping that monsoon, and with monsoon comes lightning, and with lightning comes lightning busters to protect your home, castle, or cabin. Good morning, Mr. Ross. Good morning. I, I wonder if where you live, I know where your house is, could you look south and see lightning down around <clears throat> Interstate 8 yep. last night? Sure, sure did. <laughs> yep. Talk about lightning. A million volts. It delivered in an area the, the diameter of your thumb. Yep, it's <clears throat> it's the heat from the lightning is twice the uh, surface of the sun. Oh, and um, <clears throat> there's before uh, the lightning hits, it's called a corona. What lightning does, it looks for a ground. When it sees the ground, it draws down into the ground, and that's when people's houses get hit. It goes to the path of least resistance. And there's a very simple solution that is a one-time install and, and virtually no maintenance. No maintenance, and it, it'll last forever. They're, they're air terminals. Either we use aluminum or copper, and we put the air terminals up. They're only 12 inches high, so they're not that noticeable. And we put them 20 feet apart, and then we run a special copper or aluminum wire, and we run that into the ground probably in seven di- several different places. So when the lightning, it's called a corona. When the lightning goes down, it's looking for ground. That's the corona. Then it goes right back up, and then the lightning follows that corona down. So it'll hit the air terminal. The air terminal will discharge it into the ground, and you're good. I, and think, discharge- I think people are surprised how far lightning will traffic travel horizontally. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> it it will. And you know, you know again, a lot of people don't don't realize that well, you know, my house never got hit by lightning. Well, you you never got hit by a car or your house never blew up either. <laughs> but there's there is a chance and actually Arizona is number 2 in the country for lightning strikes. Florida is number 1 and Arizona is number 2. Wow. I remember one and, time we had Bob on and a homeowner from Cave Creek called and said they were in the house when the lightning struck and just what what sounded oh, like a right. freight train coming uh, through mm-hmm. their house and and the damage that that did. 
I, we did a job, <clears throat> and I don't even want to say where, but um, this guy got hit five times by lightning. Wow. And um, <clears throat> the last time when we went there, it blew out his whole main electrical panel and started part of his garage on fire. And what makes these so, air terminals so efficient is is the gra- you've got these 12-foot grounding rods that are put in the ground. And like Bob mm-hmm. said, the, the, the lightning is drawing up from the ground. So as it's pulling electricity, it pulls it up these grounding rods that are connected to the aluminum or cable line that's connected to the air terminal. So it's just using nature to protect your home. Yep. That <clears throat> lightning is always looking for the path of least resistance. So, you know, that's what we do. The path is really easy. You got the ground rods in the ground, you got the braided cable coming up, and you have the air terminal. So when it comes down, it sees that that's the easiest path to ground, so it just keeps coming and discharges in the ground and saves your house. The other thing I like about lightning protection is it is the cone of protection. Should you have livestock, horses, dogs in the yard, uh, you've got a cone of protection over the whole property. Yeah, <clears throat> you have. It's according. You know you, what you do is you go up to the height. If your house, if the air terminal is up thirty feet, <clears throat> you can go out sixty feet and draw a forty-five degree angle up, and anything in that is is in the cone of protection. It it also takes away the. Um, it's called the corona. It takes away the static electricity, so it makes uh, animals and horses more calm because they can feel that corona. And by the air terminals taking the corona away, the animals are relaxed. Bob, give us your phone number real quick if people wanted to research the idea of lightning protecting their property. 480-229-2646. And you can find him in the lightning and surge protection at rosyonthehouse.com. And we're going to have you back in a couple of weeks talking about surge protection. Thanks, Bob. Okay, thank you. <laughs> lightning busters, the one-time install, the best insurance policy you could write on your house. Lightning and surge protection. And the, <clears throat> the more rooftops we put out there, the more houses are going to get hit by lightning. But the other great news we have. Staycations are back. Well, we brought our staycations back. Last week, we talked to the owners of the Heritage Inn Bed and Breakfast, and this time we're talking to the person that got to go there on the Rosie on the House Arizona staycation from Sanderson Ford. Trey Colburn, how are you doing this morning? Excellent, excellent. I heard you had a blast. That was the word that Lance gave me. I, I would I would explain it that way for sure. <laughs> uh, the, the grounds there at Heritage Inn are absolutely beautiful. And the host there, kindest people. Uh, they've been out there, I think, for 11 years. So they definitely know the uh, the history of the area and things that are going on. Those people in Snowflake and Taylor are absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's Craig and Joanne at the Heritage Inn. Did you notice Joanne's accent from Texas, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's in England. Huh? She's from England originally, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you did go to Sanderson Ford, and what kind of car did you pick up? They set us up with a Ford Edge, uh, which I was a little skeptical at first. I was really hoping for that convertible Mustang. Everyone says actually... that. Everyone says, <laughs> where's the convertible Mustang there, John Pratt? <laughs> <laughs> no, John was amazing. Uh, I'm a veteran, and he definitely was willing to help support veterans in any way he could. And they set me up with a uh, Ford Edge that was it was actually really awesome. It was peppy. 
They handled well. And uh, the best part was that it was able to lug around some gear. That's great. And thank you for your service, by the way. Oh, thank you. And uh, so what other, what did you do since some of the 4th of July festivities didn't happen? What did you do? You know, we uh, we just enjoyed the grounds there at the Heritage Inn. It was such a beautiful place to sit and relax. Uh, we got three little kids and we did not bring them with us. So Good. it was kind of weird to just have quiet uh, and have these conversations. So that was, that was fun. But then... Up in that area, uh, Taylor and Snowflake, it's a beautiful country. There's a there's a town just down away from there that, I mean, you drive through it and you think you're in uh, the Prairie Homestead. It's like green grass everywhere, cows, sheep, and then uh, we took a few other small drives and just kind of enjoyed our time uh, relaxing at the Heritage Inn. I tell everyone, when you think Arizona, it's all desert, but that's not true. You've got high country, you've got prairie land. Uh, there's a there's a whole lot of different landscapes in Arizona to enjoy. In fact, I think the the seven different ecozones that, that are identified were created here in Arizona. Get everything from, like, northern desert all the way up to Alpine. I believe that's correct. We'll check with Rosie. Yeah. He knows all of this stuff. Congratulations. I'm glad you enjoyed your Rosie on the house staycation. Uh, we've got another one coming up for everyone else who would like to enter. Go to rosieonthehouse.com, look under the staycation tab, and enter like Trey Coburn did. Trey, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. And you know what? We, that link is on Belgard's page. We'll post it on social media, but it's a lot easier. When you took out all the tracking numbers, it's just bellgard.com slash grill. B-E-L-G-A-R-D.com slash grill. I, I did put it up there to post a little later because uh, it is a – yeah. <laughs> I just had to work out a little bit. It's a good there. offer. It is a good offer, and you get to see all the beautiful – when you go there, you get to see all the beautiful things that they put in. Hey, uh, George called and had to hang up. He had a question for you about supercooling. Okay, can we take Ken first? Oh, and sure. Then, and then we'll get to uh, George and Supercooling. Ken, good morning. Looks like you're calling from uh, Tucson. Yes, thank you. And thank you for your public service for all you do for Arizona. I've mm-hmm. listened to you for many years. Thank you, Ken. Here's my question, so I'll try to make it brief. The house, it's a one-story, single-level, um, flat-roof, that's been aluminum coated since the beginning. It was built in 1987. Okay. Uh, I've owned it 16 years. I've recoded it every three to five years. I've had, uh, I tend to over, over zealous when it comes to looking at people. <laughs> First, I get an idea of what it, edu- it educates me okay. as I talk to people. So half the people, I've probably seen about 10 people. Okay. Uh, half the people say the roof, even though it's old, is in good condition. A few little glips we can figure, we can work on, and we can recode it. Okay. The, the other half say it's 33 years old. It doesn't look like it's in bad shape, but you should re-roof it. In addition to that, on the side, last year, just for experience, I called other insurance companies where I have my car and home okay. together. Mm-hmm. Two or three of them said... If it's a 33-year-old roof, we won't insure the property. Oh, interesting. I've, that, that's a perspective I've never heard. Well, yeah, Ken, I, here's... Didn't argue, I didn't argue with them. Okay. I, said, I did say it's been recoded and recoded and yeah. recoded. You know, but 
that's in the back of my mind because if and when I sell the house, I don't want to have to do the recode, which is in the range of three to six thousand dollars, right? And then have to spend the range yeah, of ten right. to fifteen <laughs> right. for a, a re-roof because the inspector says, "Well, it's thirty-three or thirty-four years old." There you go. Okay, Ken. Here's here's my take on that. Uh, you've gotten the economic life out of your roof. Now, I will tell you this. The old Pueblo, Tucson, Arizona, is the roof cap, the roof coating capital of the world. Okay. Uh, they invented roof coatings in Tucson and they've learned how to use them very, very well. I would tell you uh, to contact, uh, you've, you've had 10 roofers there already. I would tell you to contact the Rosie Certified Roofers, have them do a detailed look and analysis on it. You can get another 10 years out of that roof the way you have maintained it to date would be my guess. But 33 years is about the end of your rope on durability and longevity. Um uh, you, you, it's you, been beat by the sun so much that just he, walking up there to try and do more repairs to it, you could be, you know, creating cracks well, in the in the membrane surface. Yeah. And and he, but he's but he's consistently recoded it, recoded it, recoded. It. So it's got several layers of recode over the top. It's one of the reasons he's gotten the thirty years out of it. Uh, I will tell you this, Kim. If you'll get a couple rosy certified contractors out there. And get their proposals. Uh, I'll get with you off air during the week. I'll look at your home from satellite images. We'll look the proposals over. And and I'll tell you what I would do if it was my house. I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. But I'll tell you what I'll do if it was my house. So let's plan on visiting next week. If you if the if the 10 roofers you haven't got yet aren't ROSY certified, get a hold of them. Have them take a look at it. West Coast Roofing, Lions Roofing, uh, and let's see what their analysis is. We appreciate the call, Ken, and, and, and again, we appreciate the kind words about the show and the family. Thank you very much for that. It's very humbling. We've got Daniel in Phoenix. Daniel, I'm going to have to ask you to hold on, buddy. Uh, we're not going to be able to get you before we got a break for bottom of the hour news. But on the topic of staycations, I do want to throw this one thing out. Usually no availability for at least a year in advance. I got a notice, room availability at the north rim of the Grand Canyon between now and October. This would be a great staycation. Room availability on the north rim. That just doesn't happen. We've been through all this before. Honey, do. Honey, come and do me again. All right, Blue Starpedo. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Thank you, Gary, for the tunes. Before we introduce our studio guest for the next segment, we've got to get to Daniel calling from Phoenix, who's very patiently been holding. Let's see if we can't get him a, an answer to his question, a solution to his problem, and let him get on with his day. Good morning, Daniel. Hi, Rosie. It's great to talk to you. Hey, well, thanks for the call. What you up to today? Okay, I got a patio cover in the back, and I neglected to put gutters on it, so now the fascia is pretty much trashed. Um, I'd like to get that replaced, but I'm curious about 
the torch down roof. <laughs> will I have to, you know, will I have to get that totally replaced? Um, well, that's my work. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you sure you've got to replace the fascia? Is it salvageable if we uh, sand it, scrape it, prime it, and maybe aluminum cover it and let it live happily ever after? Honestly, I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's that far it's, gone. It's pretty far. Yeah, in the corners, you know, it's they, you know, they can't be nailed together anymore. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Huh? It's actually uh, it's actually expanded maybe from eight to nine inches in the where it's really bad. You know. Well, I tell you what, Daniel, it just so happens your question fits perfectly with the guests we've asked uh, this week to join us this segment. I'd like to introduce Alan. Alan, thanks for coming in this morning, buddy. Warren, thanks for having me. Owner of Handyman Connection. What is your success with your crew of handymen in replacing fascia without impacting the finished roof surface? Yeah, it's definitely doable. We replace a lot of fascia board, like you mentioned before. A lot of the time you can just scrape it, prime it, paint it, cover it. But if it's that far gone, we can definitely replace it. And how how do you specifically do that? Go in there with a sawzall, cutting the blade, cutting the nails between the top of the fascia and the roof deck, and then and get in there and then do the same thing with the nails behind the fascia. I guess at that point you can just use nail pullers and pull them out, and then nurse that baby back in position. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, Daniel, it's doable, uh, and uh, I would say, depending on where you are, give Alan a call. Handyman Connections come in this morning to help us talk with the most frequently asked question that we have on our website this week. What do, how, what do I need to know to store stuff in my attic? Let me ask you, Alan, do you get a lot of requests for pull-down stair access to attics and carports and garages? We do. We get a good amount of requests for pull downstairs. We also get a lot of requests to put plywood up there yeah. or maybe a vent fan to keep it a little cooler up there. People want to know what can they keep up there? What do you tell them? Gosh. I usually stick my head up there and say, I wouldn't keep any of this stuff up here. Yeah. Anything that you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's a, it, it's a messy storage environment. It really is. Especially if you've got, you know, the insulation and everything which is why plywood up there makes it a lot easier to store stuff. It keeps the insulation out of your, your stuff and your boxes. And, but, yeah, it is messy. And on the desert floor, you know, your indoor attic temperature, if it's a traditional style, you know, above the insulation level, it could be 150-plus. So oh, yeah. It's, it's not like storing something in an attic in Colorado. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we don't, we don't even let our guys get up in the attic this time of year. It's just too hot. It's Alan Hopkins from Handyman Connection, Rosie Certified, Handyman Repair Specialist. Been Rosie Certified, I don't know, y'all got to be going on about 10 years, don't would, you? Yeah, I would say about 10 years. Second generation company, you've uh, acquired the company from your dad? I did. What I, did. You, what you, I haven't seen your dad in a long time. What's he doing? Uh, he's playing a lot of golf. <laughs> he's enjoying the grandkids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my brother had two little, two little girls and they, they spent a lot of time together and he's playing a lot of golf. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations on the sex successful transition of the ownership and congratulations to you for doing such a great job. Thank you. What are some of the more common things y'all are being asked to do right now? Is COVID impacting your, your workload? 
I would say it's it's definitely having an impact. We're seeing a lot more outdoor requests. Uh, <laughs> I bet you guys love that. Yeah, especially this time of year. But, you know, people are sitting around their house and uh, they're looking around at things that have been bugging them for a while. And, you know, they end up calling us. We, we're still doing a lot of in- interior work with masks and boot covers and sanitizer, but definitely getting a lot more outdoor requests right now. The number one handyman request we get at Rosie Wright Remodeling is to come finish some project that was started three months ago, six months ago. Do y'all see a lot of that? Yeah, a lot of the jobs that we we get on is, you know, the husband started the project and (laughs) he realized he was a little over his head or he got busy with other things and then the wife gets irritated that, you know, the thing isn't isn't done yet, so they end up calling us to come and finish it. And a lot of times tools can be such a factor in that. Having the right tool for the job and you know, there's a lot of places that will rent tools because it's so you know it doesn't make sense to spend five hundred dollars on a tool that you use once in your yep. you know once every three decades. To... Don't 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 tell mom that. <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense. You can never have too but, many books or too many tools. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times, if it's a project that you're doing so rarely, you know, it's not like you're skilled at using that tool, especially if it's powered and yeah. heavy equipment. That's where it gets scary for homeowners is they get intimidated with the big tools and they don't know how to use it and it, it can be dangerous. We talked about it last week. Uh, there's an article stating uh, a survey, 45 of the states, 45 of our states have seen job increase in the construction trade trades in May and uh, April. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Interesting. The, we, the, the, the job growth in the trades went up during all of this. Everybody getting stuff done. Yeah. No, we're, we're very busy. I'd love to hire four, five, six more guys immediately. Okay. There's, there's, a, there's a pitch right there to all listening audience. If you know somebody that can make the grade and make the cut, uh, yep. to, to join the team at Handyman Connection, how would they, who would they call? Um, they could call me directly. Okay. Call our main office number, ask for me, say you heard me on Rosie on the house and you're interested in a job. And what's the phone number? 602-424-6700. And if you're not looking for a job, if you're looking for something to get done, how backed up are y'all right now? Depends on the part of town. Okay. Um, but I would say generally about two weeks out right now. And how, what is your service area? Uh, we cover all of Maricopa County. I wish you did Tucson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever consider That's... doing Tucson? We can't find a handyman in Tucson to save our yeah, life. We used... But you sure do a good job for us up here in Phoenix. Well, I appreciate that. We try real hard. <laughs> Tell us a little bit of story about Handyman Connection. Sure. So H- Handyman Connection was started back in 1995 by um, two retired guys. And uh, one was a marketing guy. The other one was a pretty handy guy. And they were buddies. And they started, the one guy started working around his community and neighbors would come and say, Hey, Marvin, Marvin, I need something done. And then the marketing guy said, Hey, there's an opportunity here where we could connect craftsmen who are skilled with homeowners who are looking for someone to get things done. And when the company came out, we, we hired a lot of retired or semi-retired grandpa type guys to come in and, and do smaller jobs. And over the years, the business has sort of evolved. Now we have more skilled craftsmen, more younger guys who are more, you know, capable to go in and do bigger projects than just, you know, your little honeydews. Y'all have grown way past the licensing handyman exemption clause. You've just gone ahead and got licensed all the way across the board. Yeah, yeah. We, we figured if we're going to go in and do remodels, we need to have the remodeling license. We need to have the plumbing license. We need to have the electrical license. 
I talked to the registrar director this week, as a matter of fact, Mr. Fleetham, and he was telling me in their last licensing shuffle, they actually came up with a license I wasn't familiar with that is the beginner's license that takes you up to $5,000. Yeah. Uh, that, that is a, that's a great little license to get started on. It doesn't take any experience. It's a great place to get legal, get licensed, move. And I know you guys are way past that, <laughs> but, but I, I bring that up just as a little bunny trail. Cause I was talking to him just this week and he, we, we got on that topic and I thought, man, guy, that was genius that we've needed that license for a long time. So anyway, back to handyman connection. Uh, uh, so it's it's getting projects done that have been started. I've even taken a call or two uh, from the husband and said, hey, I know my wife called you to finish this job, <laughs> but I did it last weekend after she made the appointment. Do you get any of that? We, we do. We get a lot of cancellations where the wife will call. She'll, <laughs> she'll book the appointment. Husband finds out that she booked an appointment, and then she calls back and says, my husband's going to do it. <laughs> Now, we're not recommending that because that's obviously a lot of time for your hand. Find another motivational <laughs> strategy and don't, don't, don't tie up their time. So, Are your handyman techs marriage counselor qualified? They, they kind of have to be. They do. Yes, you they know, do. When you're, in a, when you're in a house and you're talking to both the husband and the wife, it, sometimes it can get a little tense. Well, sometimes they've got different perspective of what they want done. And one way is a right way or a better practice way or a more durable way and you know <laughs> stating which one of those is more correct is <laughs> yeah, can be a touchy it, situation it can be a little difficult I, i've actually had the wife whisper in my ear talk him out of that talk him out of that tell him not to do that that's a bad idea <laughs> and did you agree it was a bad idea i did <laughs> in this particular situation it was a horrible idea well, let's give your phone number out one more time at Handyman Connection. Val operating Phoenix Metro wide. Yep. Uh, phone number for the main office is 602-424-6700. Is there any work y'all don't do? Uh, we don't do big remodels. We don't okay. do additions and that sort of thing. We don't do roofing. We don't do HVAC. Okay. Um, we don't do concrete work. There's a lot of things that we don't do. Carpet. Okay. Um, but we try to have referrals for anything that we don't do. A lot of our referrals are Rosie trusted partners. Okay. So that if, it's, if it is something that we don't do, we can give them a referral to somebody we trust. Well, we certainly appreciate the partnership you've had with us and, and the reviews you've received and your, all, your whole team has received from the Rosie listeners. So thanks for carrying the banner properly and, and highly. We appreciate Rosie very much. All right. Handyman Connection, the number one more time. 602-424-6700. And we asked Alan in to come and talk to us about the one question we've been hit with the most often. Every week we're going to start bringing this most asked inquiry every week. And it was, what precautions should I take with the things I store in the attic? And we do have a page on our website uh, that gives you the 10 things to consider before piling your belongings in the attic. I've looked up in attics and been aghast that things of this value are being kept in this condition. And then I've been aghast at saying, why would you ever keep that? <laughs> <laughs> so take an assessment before you get up there and organize the area and be careful about creating access ports to the storage. 
It is against the law. It is illegal for you to cut a hole in a garage ceiling without it being fire rated. So you can't just cut a hole in the ceiling and crawl up there. Even if you put a pull-down ladder, those pull-down ladders need to be fire rated. So those are a couple of mistakes we see very, very often. Alan, again, Handyman Connection, thanks a million for coming in and talking with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Now, we had someone on the line wanting to talk about supercooling. Let's let's address his topic here real quick. So George called and just said he supercools and loves it. He just had the he asked the question specifically, how many hours can I run my air conditioning in a row? You know, um, he said he runs it real hard all morning, of course, and at three o'clock it rests. So is that hard on the AC? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, train was here last hour. I've also talked to other reps from other manufacturing companies. They all super cool at their own homes with their equipment. Anyone that tells you it's hard on equipment is crazy. You're actually asking the equipment to give you the maximum benefits when it's easiest for the equipment to provide it to you. And I would tell this caller, he knows if he's getting close to being right, if he looks at his total kilowatts consumed per month, divide that by your total cost. And if you're at about 12 or 13 cents a kilowatt or less, what you're doing, if you're comfortable, is exactly right. That's that's the number one criteria if you're super cool and correct. You should not be spending over 12 or 13 cents a kilowatt per month. Wow. That was a fast three-hour show. Holy cow. As we went into the last break, I jumped up high and got on my super cooling soapbox, and I missed one important dimension of this man's question. He said, in super cooling, my unit can run as long as four or five hours at a time. Is that too much wear on my equipment? No, brother. That's exactly what you want done. The wear and tear is from the turning on and shutting off. The expense is from the turning on and shutting off. It takes six times more electricity to start an air conditioning compressor than it does to run an air conditioning compressor. So for temperature consistency inside, for improved air quality, for reduction of your electric bill, you want your AC to come on and run long periods of time off peak. And then on peak, tell your air conditioner to go to sleep. You know, Alan, we were talking about the number of job growth that has come into the trades. You know what else? There was something interesting uh, on the investing side of things. Lumber futures are up 85% since April 1st. Thursday, they closed at 499 per thousand board feet, which breaks the high of the housing market yes. in 2006, which was $463. I better get a hold of my estimator. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, holy cow. And then there was another thing on, on renewable energy. There was a quote that was get, apparently Thomas Edison told his friend, I'd put my money in sun and solar energy. So the, <laughs> and that was in 1931. <laughs> 
So hey, that that investment time turnaround was a, a little stretch there, <laughs> but it's uh, it's coming with wind, solar, uh, and the amount of uh, options and ways that people can go into alternate alternative energy, and then uh, you know technologies like SunTrack. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, our how the Energy efficiency is and the demand are, are going to offset human ingenuity and and physics. I mean, when you rely on physics that never change, and you intermingle it with genius ingenuity, it's one solution after another after another that we were told could never be found. I've got a lot of faith in the future. A <laughs> lot of faith in the future. Hey, what are our takeaways from this show? The whole show. My number one takeaway is Larry down in Tucson that needed the Adobe specialist. Hey, brother, I haven't forgot about you. I made a couple phone calls on your behalf. You'll hear from me this week if you're listening today. Don't lose heart. I'm running a little behind. We had a little family drama this week that uh, we overcame in a great and positive way, but it uh, it did uh, keep me out of the office a little bit. Uh, Takeaway, we've still got the Johnson Roofing offer good through the rest of the month. Uh, if you're looking uh, for a roof repair, they're giving a 10% discount to Rosie listeners. If you need a for a complete roof replacement, if you need a repair or a spot check, they're giving $50 off those standard offers as well. Also, in uh, takeaway, on the North Rim has rooms available this summer, which obviously goes to show assume that they've reopened since the yeah. fire evacuation. Yeah. Well, this so. notice from the North Rim just came to me day before yesterday, so I All think right. they're open. Okay, the Air Conditioner Buyer's Guide. you got to find it at Rosie on the House. That's our 9 o'clock takeaway. If you are looking for pest control services in our home maintenance calendar, Blue Sky Pest Control has a $50 off your initial service. This is the time of year they start crawling out, so that'll help save you uh, a few bucks. If you're getting started with especially ongoing. if you're finding crickets in your home, I'm finding Amen. a bunch of them. Oh yeah, they love my house. <laughs> we've we've got a number um, out uh, at the horse pens. They they love to crawl under those big tubs and build their build their home. So every time we water, we got to move it just to keep the the ground dry and the <laughs> cricket Coupon, population. Coupons yeah. for those of you that have a Rosie on the House calendar, and you can get it. It's a free service. We mail them out annually. Uh, just let us know the address you would like it sent to info at rosieonthehouse.com. And it gives you an idea. It's not 100% correct on topic-wise because we're putting together topics now for 2021. Well, by the time December comes, a pre-selected category That's right. could change. So every now and then it changes up a little bit just depending on everyone's schedule and relevance of All right, 10 topic. o'clock takeaways, lightning busters. If your house isn't lightning and surge protected, You're crazy. Those are the two cheapest insurance things you can ever possibly do. There's no maintenance. They never expire. And if you want something done around your house, call Handyman Connection. Alan, thanks for joining us, my friend. Thanks for having me.